Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. And <laughs> I know, I tried I'm Aaron Weir. I tried to do something dramatic there. I, then I then halfway through, I'm like, this is not dramatic at all. It kind of sounds like you forgot what comes next. Which is my name, which would be weird. Let's take that from the top. <laughs> Welcome, to Mystery Outside- <laughs> Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama finale cast. There it is. This time, I guess, what you were going to say. Uh, yes, we are wrapping up our time spent with the those crazy kids of Edendale. We're doing the last two episodes of Starcrossed, yeah. and this, you know, with the OC, I was ready to say goodbye. <laughs> I felt like the OC had done what it was going to do. Yeah. I'm not ready to say goodbye. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's six years out, so unless we can really get this, get a save Starcross hashtag I, going. I mean, Matt Latner keeps being on shows that get canceled. Timeless is done. What's he doing? Oh, man. What if we just pretend Timeless is the <laughs> is the <laughs> secret sequel to Starcrossed? Well, I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Wyatt does travel time it's true <laughs> i i was about to say i don't think they ever say the year in timeless i am a hundred percent certain they say the year in timeless <laughs> in a show about time travel they say what the current it year is probably do probably do <laughs> they absolutely do is wyatt his name his name is Wyatt. yes yes yeah, yeah. well you know maybe he time traveled from 2024 <laughs> Well, no, he wouldn't travel right from 2024. He has to save the Earth. <laughs> and then go then back. Then get his tattoos removed. And then a little stop bit older. the then stop the Atrians from. So he goes to the ship, stops Caster from crashing it. So the Atrians just travel on, and then he goes back to Earth. And then he becomes Wyatt. And he becomes Wyatt. He's <laughs> like, man, my life is hard, and I can never see Emery because I'm now so much older than she is. And that's creepy when older guys hit on younger girls. <laughs> Let's just take a moment right here, um, <laughs> and do. Uh, a little bit of a timeless cast. Because for, for those of you who haven't seen it, Timeless is a uh, great series on Netflix. It's a time travel show. Time travel show. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to go any more into it, but I will. I am going to say uh, I do like the 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 idea that in this show, which is time travel, so of course it's going to all these characters' backgrounds. They just travel into a character's background and be like, "Wait, what do you mean you're an alien? <laughs> what? Like, ah, right. Yes. Um." <laughs> I might have to explain some other things. They just wander through <laughs> like like cutscenes <laughs> from t- from uh, Starcross, and they just do that from like <laughs> they do that like mid season two, and then they never mention it again. Perfect, perfect way to run a series. This is how TV should be. How TV should be, and we should really get into because we got two episodes to do. I know. I wanted to banter about how I've been watching Sabrina the Change Witch, and in the first season, they probably have the budget of. A high school play. Because <laughs> they have a lot of set pieces that look like a high school play. Yeah, yeah. It is It is fun seeing uh, some shows that have blossomed to great things in the first season where it's like, you can have $10. <laughs> like, I think they went to Melissa Joan Hart's high school and at one point they go to Paris. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's a set piece from Melissa Joan Hart's high school production of <laughs> having a cafe in Paris. Yeah. It's a play. Okay. It's a place in Paris? No. Oh. <laughs> it's confusing. Weird. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Sabrina and the Change Witch. No. We're here to talk about Starcrossed, Season 1, Episode 12. This trick may chance to scathe you. This trick may chance to scathe you. Mm-hmm. 
this episode starts off with a bang. It reveals oh, a stealthy bang. It reveals to us right away that this is going to be a heist episode. <laughs> yeah, and we begin with Roman and Drake running along the rooftops of uh, of the sector. There will be a lot of rooftop time mm. in this episode, and they're just going to whisper a whole lot stuff mm. like, "How did the Suvek survive? Where's the Suvek going?" <laughs> yeah, they do some rapid catch up, catch them up so that they their information is now equal to the audience's information. Uh, unfortunately, they are chased away. I think they just. It, it's hard. <laughs> they jump down kind of in the wrong place and they distract some people who aren't the tregs and then they get chased away. Well, and well, then they miss the tregs. Yeah, just someone off screen goes, hey, what's going on? And they turn around and go down like the next street to the same street. But, but the tregs are already the gone. The tregs are already gone. So, yeah, they lose the, the Suvek. And in direct opposition to last week's episode, the credits play. <laughs> yeah. There is no 12 minute pre credit scene this episode. Two minutes. So we're going to begin by setting up what will be the accumulation of both these episodes, and that is the fact that Mardi Gras is, like, tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this will be sad Mardi Gras, which reminds <laughs> us that Edendale is not the biggest town in Louisiana. No, it's not. I mean, we should have felt that by the fact that you did not meet one person with a thick Creole accent, and I just needed that. This this episode has reminded me how much I just need one person with the thickest Creole accent just, just putting out <laughs> syllables. But uh, not today. Today, our heroes, all of our main characters pretty much, are working on a float, which is a human atrium unity float that is also a mastodon. Well, they I are. Mammoth. They are the mammoths and it, that will never not be weird to me <laughs> but they are going to cram i don't know if we ever mentioned that in all the episodes we've done about Starcrossed, the mascot for this school is a mammoth well they go to mammoth rock in one of the episodes and emery and roman do the romeo and juliet hand touch to get paint on each other's hands so they can touch the rock yeah but isn't it mammoth rock because they are the mammoths, the mammoths. yeah <laughs> yeah so like still <laughs> Um, so they're making this float. Yeah. Um, Drake is help. I mean, everyone's helping, but Drake's like, okay, Roman, I got an idea. Let's go to the elders. And Roman's like, mm, we should maybe have some proof for once. Yeah. They're, they do a good job throughout these episodes setting up reasons why things are happening. Um, and then they can't go to the guards because we know the guards suck the guards and they're corrupt. Suck. So the only one that they can go to is Grayson. <laughs> I mean, he does run a terrorist they group? will not be involved nope it's just Grayson <laughs> the new Red Hawks will not be will not be appearing in these episodes I guess they're just thinking Grayson has money that they may need to use but what they really need from Grayson is his brain and his car well I think what it really is like we just need more people like the yeah. two of us can't do this so they go see Grayson Emery is also there and she refuses to leave <laughs> yeah which is good because emery's the one who comes up with the plan <laughs> every my thing is that everyone this these episodes are constantly just people be like emery leave and her be like no and then solving the problem <laughs> <laughs> it feels like emery should have been involved in the plot a lot earlier roman <laughs> If she was there, this would have ended in season in uh, in episode eight, and then we could have had other stuff going on. See, that's the problem. Roman thinks he has to do everything alone, and what he doesn't realize is he and Emery are stronger together. Well, I mean, also the problem is that Emery needs to be nerfed. That's true. <laughs> 
So uh, we get a lot of stuff here. Like Roman's mad about the Red Hawks. Every's like, "No, I'm not a Red Hawk." We just have the same name. It's very confusing. <laughs> I'm a new Red Hawk. Also, I'm not a new Red Hawk. I just was really weirdly dressed in front of them, and I told them I supported their anti-trag goals. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grayson also puts out a lot of attitude, including the evergreen line when they, after they tell him about the bomb or bomb, he's like, "Well, why bring this to me?" And God, I just wanted a Drake to say, because it's a bomb. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So after all of this posturing and guy-on-guy attituding, they eventually decide that the only thing they can do is steal the Suvac. Yeah. They're, and they're going to do it by sneaking it into the float. And they're going to give it to Gloria, because Gloria is the only grown-up they can trust. It is unclear if Gloria... They don't tell Gloria they're giving her a bomb. no. And that makes everything very confusing for a long period of time. Because I surely thought Gloria was in on it. So yeah, Emery got permission to build the rest of the float in the sector because it's going to look really, really good for human atrian relationships to have the float, the unity float, be done in the sector and out of the sector. Yeah. Uh, so it's time to get the Louisiana Avengers together, which, which is- unfortunately does not include Gambit. No, it just includes adding Lucas and Sophia to the team. Yep. Which is good, because Lucas has got that science, and Sophia... Oh my god, Lucas is god mode now. He <laughs> He's gets, really evolved. He just does things now. <laughs> well, you know, he figured out how the hurricane started, and now he yeah. evolved. Uh, this brings up my first, like, running sequence that I love in this episode, which is every single time they bring a new person into the plot, they always have to go, why don't we tell the police? And so they re-explain it to them. They, they spent a lot of time this season making this ending sequence makes sense because when you look at it from the outside this is a bunch of teenagers trying to stop a terrorist attack but they know they can't trust the police mm-hmm. they know they can't trust the adults on the atrian side mm-hmm. the only adult figure they have on the human side is, is gloria. gloria and they really like what else was she going to do they don't really know they're very worried about obviously this blowing back on the rest of the atrians yeah. which is realistic which is why Gloria is the only adult they can trust. Yeah, and which makes... We, we give a lot of flack to these shows when they put teenagers in situations where it's like, this feels like something I don't understand why you're dealing with. Riverdale does it a lot and doesn't give good reasons why other than, because we have to. There's no time to tell my parents, I have to kill this man. <laughs> yeah. Instead, these teens are like, we have to because blah, 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 blah. And there's no, like, well, they just can't handle it. They've been through too much. Which is often the excuse that Riverdale gives. I hate that. I hate the, we can't, we can't tell, we can't tell your dad who's the sheriff. He's been through too much. Huh? Huh? (laughs) I, I never like the, um, I can't tell this person this very important thing. They've been through too much. Because it really sets up the character as, unless the character's been set up being very much like, um, kind like Roman could get away with it. Roman often doesn't tell Emery things because he thinks it would be too much. But it's been such such a central part of Roman's character. I think mm-hmm. he can get away with it. And it's gotten to the point where Roman's now like, oh, guess I have to tell Emery yeah. things because she always comes up with the plan. We do get a quick note here that Terry hasn't been seen in days because she's been. Healing. Yeah. (laughs) Caster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They do also bring up, can she be trusted? And my answer is definitely not. Never. No. 
The Terry fact, will always do something. The fact that any of you could even bring up the idea, what if we tell... Now, wait for it. What if we tell Terry? Terry has no. drugged Roman twice on the show. No, stop saying we should tell Terry. That's always a bad... No one should ever tell Terry anything. Every time someone talks to Terry, it ends badly for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Roman and Emery have to have a short scene where he's like, remember how we broke up because people were trying to kill both of us yep. and I had to focus on my people? You remember how you broke up with me because of that? You're making it really hard for me not to worry about you when you're hanging out with an anti-terrorist group that might be a terrorist group. <laughs> an anti-terrorist terrorist group. Um, I do... Yeah. Hey, you know, quick, uh, quick pat on the back for Roman for when he points at Grayson, he doesn't blame Grayson for like his racist upbringing. Mm. He just says he was told we he was told for ten years that we are like his enemies and abominations. You don't think that would mess him up? Like he doesn't like he he's aware that Grayson can be dangerous because of that, but he but he isn't like he's a bad person because of it. Yeah, it's very. Adult? Yeah. <laughs> of Roman to be like, hey, mm-hmm. he was he was raised in a very racist environment. Nothing that's his fault, but definitely could mess him up. <laughs> and uh this is just to remind us they are in love. And they and they will be together again someday. We need to check in on Terry though, because she has been missing for a few days. Well, she's just been looking after uh Castor. <laughs> she has never brought him a shirt, apparently. Nope, but she does bring him a shiny green knife oh yeah she brings him a poison cos a dagger a poison dagger Aaron. a dagger and poison two things in one a dagger and poison huh hmm, is that a huh. reference to something huh huh but we don't we don't have time to dwell on that because caster decides to unsettlingly sexily give her a cuff that's been in his family boy it's <laughs> It's unsettling. It's, it's so unsettling. He gives her a ring, effectively. It's a it's a bracelet, but it's... It's, <laughs> it's a Chekhov's from, gun is what it is. from the first Ixen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he wants to neutralize the drags and overthrow the Huatab. Um, he also... It's... Un, we know that he is manipulating Terry. It's unclear how... Why seducing her needs to... Well, or if she's seducing him? It's un... Yeah, like, it's hard to... like. How much is he doing because he's like, I mean, Terry, he's the thing, he knows about Terry. Terry wants attention. Yep. He's like, all right, I'll give her creepy attention from a 40-year-old man. Mm, I'm the creepy uncle. <laughs> and God bless this show for never letting it go ever too far. Yeah, no. They, they don't even kiss. Nope. But, but they do do the thing where he comes up behind her to help her put a bracelet on. <laughs> yeah, this scene does end with him like holding her like her holding her hand up to look at a bracelet in a mirror. I guess so as you can see what she looks like with a bracelet on. <laughs> <laughs> and him being like, Yeah, that's what you look like with a bracelet on. And the point is he's very upset because the council has is now in favor of integration and Roman is going to be Ixen. Hmm. Meanwhile, the Emery, Avengers. <laughs> Emery and Grayson and Roman drive his Jeep into the sector, and then the rest of our friends are on the float, which is attached to his Jeep. Yeah. So first things first, Roman's got to track the tracks. Now, of course, that would be terrible to do alone. <laughs> so Emery will go with him, which is a dumb idea. So it's like Grayson will go with him. Which, which is, is also dumb. Also a dumb idea. Why are you sending a human? Why well, are you sending Roman? Roman's like, no one will see me following them. Oh, my God. I'm just the most famous person in... 
in Atria. There is some disconnect between them using Roman for so much, like, spy sneaky stuff when he is the future leader of the people. It would very much be like if a prince, like, you know, Prince Philip. (laughs) (laughs) During World War II was like, I'm going to go sneak around in Germany. No one will recognize my face. I couldn't think of Meghan Markle's husband. <laughs> oh no, Prince William, Prince Harry. Harry, I, I don't know what that's a sign of that I remember Meghan Markle and, not and the Kate Middleton. Well, I remember Meghan Markle. I remember Kate Middleton. I do not remember the white dude they're married to. Well, you know, maybe this is okay. I like the idea of reading a paper and being like Kate Middleton's husband. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, but Roman and Grayson will flip up some hoods. Walk and just around. walk through. They're just walking through the market. They see someone who was a notorious drag, and they're like, let's just walk through the market. Yeah, really, it's just a reason for more uh, Grayson and Roman, like, conflict. Specifically, Grayson pulling out the strange line that the Tregs, the Tregs make the Red Hawks look like the PTA. I'm like, that's only because the Red Hawks are so hilariously incompetent. Yeah, guess what? If the Red Hawks had... Mm, <laughs> An engineer who could make them an Atrian-killing bomb, they would make that. Oh, don't get me wrong. The Tregs are also not always the most competent, but at least they're wildly aggressive with bombs. It's true. Yeah. So um, while this stalking is going on, they're stalking some guy named Sargis. Yeah. Terry is also there, like, watching them stalk, and then Roman is trying well, to... Well, I don't know. No, Terry doesn't uh, spot them. No, they spot Terry. They spot, they spot Terry, though, because she's picking up some more herbs for Castor. So she talks to Castor, and he's like, I gotta act tonight. Apparently, he's, he got hit by the world's strongest dart. Like, his wound keeps opening, and she has to do so many herbs. And so he needs some useful information about the Tregs, and she's like, well, they have a weapon. <laughs> They're gonna build a, uh, some sort of weapon. And then event- I guess eventually off camera, she does tell him it's a Subic. Yeah, potentially. Because he calls it by name later. Anyway, yeah. no one cares. Emery gets a phone call from Grayson because Grayson and um, Roman saw where Sargis went. They found, yeah, they found where the Suvek is, and so now it's time for Sophie to enter the play. Sophie and we're going to see what she's going to do, but not quite yet. Yeah. First, Me- we have to see the... God, this is all A storyline. Just a different part of A storyline. So Drake went to his mom to just make sure, like, is there anything they need to know about the Suvac before they go moving it around? Because it can't be exploded, apparently. Yeah, the boy, the, the boy trusts his mom. He tells her everything. He's like, Mom, we want to stop a terrorism. And his, his mom's like, I thought Castor tried to blow up the Suvac. <laughs> He's like, no, it was me. I'm so good, Mom. <laughs> mom. I, we framed a guy to blow up a bomb, Mom. Mom, we're good dudes. We're going to save human atrian relationships. Now tell me how to move the suvac. And I do like, she's like, moving the suvac is complicated. And I'm like, I mean, I just saw it in a wheelbarrow, so I don't think it's that complicated. But. It was, that was, that was a ploy to so get her behind him. She tells him to sit down, and he sits down very excitedly to take some notes. <laughs> she just chokes him out. She chokes him to pass out. She picks up a rag, so I thought she had, like, doused it with something, but then she just gets him in, a, <laughs> in like, a lock and's like, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> She's a very strong lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Sophie's part of the plan is to uh, actually tell the SEU about... Now... She just says there is a bomb, and they immediately just run off. 
I don't think she ever gets the location to them. She says she is going to tell them where it is. But then they just leave. I guess, maybe, I don't know. They have, they got to get their ranks together so they are all told at the same time. That way there's no telephone problem. Yeah, that's that's how that works. <laughs> So um, anyway, this is all a ploy because obviously they want to see they want to get the Suvac on the move. Yeah, because they can't break into the building; they need to catch it on the street. And they've already mentioned earlier that the suit that um that the trags keep on getting tipped off when the SCU is going to do a raid. Yeah, so, so they they know. Yeah, good, smart for them. This is smart. Yeah. So they're seeing it start to move, and Roman sees Terry again, and he's like, "I gotta go talk to Terry." And Grayson's like, "But, <laughs> 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 not ter- not Drake, Grayson." Yeah, Grayson's like, "What?" Not the time. But the plan. So Roman runs off to confront Terry. And he, he essentially deduces that she's clearly healing Caster. But she thinks, he thinks that the Tregs have Caster to do Treg things. Yeah. And Terry's like, geez, Roman, how come every time you talk to me, you assume the worst? Why do you think I'm doing something bad? Because you always are. Because you always are, Terry. And what, are you trying to rape me? Like, Terry. Terry, that was like a week ago. <laughs> Terry, we, it's always bad. You do these things. People people talk to you, and then bad things happen. Your actions are poor. You have then, and they have consequences. And you have to deal with them. If you do something bad to someone, <laughs> they might not like you. <laughs> Terry's like, wait, bad things do bad things. This doesn't seem right. Anyway, so the Suvek goes on the move. Vega stays behind to like distract the guards. <laughs> so then they walk in. She's just spraying a plant with the water, just like hello. I'm tending one plant in a creepy room. It's really glowing. Mm, mm. This isn't strange at all. But the Tregs are moving the Suvac in a garbage bin. Yeah. And our kids also have a garbage bin that they throw a bunch of, like, parade supplies in. I I wrote down every single time they appeared, the Avengers, just just to, like, give them some credit. <laughs> just you constantly. Be, and the children. The children. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm I'm impressed with these kids. Kids yeah. have plans on TV shows a lot, yeah. and they're bad plans. That's because these these are the Avengers, the Louisiana Avengers. If this was if this is happening in Riverdale, everyone would just run in and punch everybody, and then somehow they would win. <laughs> True, except the one person would be left behind. <laughs> now the problem is when Drake wakes up, he's tied up, and the problem is is that there is a safeguard on this bomb. And if it leaves the sector, because I guess it has GPS, yeah, it will send off an electrical pulse that will kill everyone within 30 feet. Now, I can pick a lot of problems with this, um, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I will mention one, which is, so the only way I can leave the sector is presumably through a gate, heavily armed. So I guess I would kill all the guards at the gate, mm-hmm. but then it's still just the bomb sitting there. So I feel like, I guess that's more of just a punishment than really uh, any sort of other save. Feels like a very Vega thing. Yeah, well, like, this is 100%. This don't, this don't stop the bomb from being stolen, but damn will it hurt the people who stole it. Well, and it will give the Tregs an opportunity to get it back or to set it off right away. <laughs> All right, everyone died. Yeah, I mean, that seems like the Tregs would be like, oh, you didn't earn this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with the Suvac on the move, uh, time for Roman and Grayson to... Stage a fight. <laughs> yeah. That's a real fight. That's a real fight. It's it's a fake real fight. They're the distraction. <laughs> it's so real that there's a moment where Roman looks at Emery and Emery goes, oh. She's like, oh no, you guys are going to punch. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, and then I think she like indicates, I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, time for punch. Roman, you're the only one I can see. So you're the one I'm going to have to, Look. with my eyes, give you punch eyes. Roman, they're not distracted enough. We have to escalate. <laughs> punch, punch him. Pu- Roman, punch my ex-boyfriend. I want my ex-boyfriends to punch each other. I know we only practiced doing shoving when we were role-playing this ahead of time. But <laughs> you need to do a punch. <laughs> now what are you two going to fight about? We're going to have something to fight about. Trust me. <laughs> I really think we should role-play. No. No, trust me. We'll... We'll we'll get it settled. <laughs> so uh, they're this. They switch yeah. bins. It's very good. It's very good. It's very good. <laughs> but meanwhile, Soroya does not care that Drake's friends are going to all die. Yeah, and Drake's like, Mom, you know how you want a relationship with me? Well, the well, I mean, Soroya's real problem here is she decides to take a weird like side route to be like, until you're a parent yourself, you won't understand the uh. about what it's like to have a child and to do anything for a child that you have that you don't have right now but if you were a parent having a child instead how would you come with me and we sneak off to Elgida and Drake's like oh my god oh my god this is so plot relevant but mom if you make all my friends be dead I'm definitely not going to (laughs) sneak off to Elgida with you mom (laughs) if you kill all my friends I probably won't like you. <laughs> so I was like, all right, seems legit. Okay, well, I guess all I can do then is go to take off the fail safe. Yeah, the safeguard can only be disabled remotely, which is, that seems like a Soroya idea. Yeah, but she was like, uh, I better build something into this. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to, dis- to disable the safeguard at the safeguard. <laughs> so smart, Soroya. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, we got to ca- check up on what Caster's planning. Ugh, so Caster has all of these phones. Yeah, because they, they're all phones with knowledge of the attack. Knowing Caster, they probably just say say things like, Hey, did you hear about an attack? It's a pretty cool attack. Oh, I hear there's going to be a Suvac. It's going to be a real cool and awesome attack that's going on, right? Other members of the Huatab, let me list all your names here. <laughs> And so he is going to get one of his buddies to go and put these phones in the homes of the Watab and also in Vega's home. And then he's going to call the yeah. police. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to, yes, you. Then Terry's like, but how are you going to get into the Watab's place? I don't know why she's this now. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, they're so, they're so locked up tight. Not even Vega can get in there. And he's like, haha, I've got the Ixon's key. Which can open any Atrian lock. And can also run the suvac. And also run the suvac. So they put an atrium lock on the suvac, but also, also they allowed the atriums to put their own locks on their pods. Well, it's just a sign of respect. That doesn't seem like something that this <laughs> that these hilariously racist guards would allow them to do. But someone like Loria. He's like, no, no, you need to let them lock their own homes. <laughs> it seems like then the guards should also have a key. Why do the guards need the keys to their homes? Because they're because because they're in a because they're in a camp because they are in an internment camp. I just think there are enough people in government to be like, no, we're going to keep them in their camp, but they can lock their own homes. I mean, but we know the cops have already raided people's homes yeah, many just times. Bust in. So they just break the door down. You do know the cops raid people's homes without having keys to them, right? Well, yeah, I know, but it just seems like then then the the situation should not be that they need a key to get in because then there should be other entry methods. 
I just... Terry snuck into Castor's home. Yeah, she went through, like, a window. <laughs> Look, we can't go into the Hotov's window. That just seems rude. Well, you know, they just need to seem... I don't know. Yeah. They don't have windows. Yeah. They're too locked down. Anyway, Terry is like, it's going to be real suspicious when your guys are wandering around into all of the Watab's houses and also Vega's house. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Well, and I mean, she did sneak into Castor's house, so maybe he's like, hmm, you are good at sneaking. <laughs> yeah, he's very good at sneaking. But, um, you know, so he's sending all the Watabs and Vega to the crate. Is he going to send Roman to the crate? <laughs> yeah, Terry's very worried. Terry will be consistently worried about Roman, which is in character for Terry, I guess. So the male <laughs> Avengers hop on the float. Everyone's ready to go, except that when Roman and Grayson go to check on the Suvec, it's sending off some electricity. And they're like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> That's probably fine, right? Well, in, to run, in runs Drake, who's like, it's not fine. <laughs> yeah, so Drake, like, man, jumps down from a rooftop. Just Onto, off. like, the front of the Jeep. Hey, guys, you can't really zoom again. It's going to explode. My, my, my mom is going to disable it. We just got to wait for her signal. Unfortunately, all these trags are coming. <laughs> just rat. Man, this is the first time this season I've had random faceless mooks. It really is like an Avengers. <laughs> because Drake just... Punches all of them out. Yeah, every, every just fighting occurs. I just the only note I have here is fighting occurs. Like, and Drake takes down most of them. Unfortunately, yeah. one of them, which is the guy they were actually chasing earlier, Sargis. <laughs> I can't believe he got his name. <laughs> well, I wrote down Vargas, and then I saw it in the credits. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, he he gets up on Emery with a gun. Yeah, so he has a gun to the head. Roman and Grayson are standing there and staring at Emery, and they're like, "We both love her." But then Drake's also behind, and I feel like he could do something, because he's literally standing behind the guy with a gun. But we're going to cut away. We're going to go to Soroya, who's working on the failsafe, but then a guard finds her. Yeah, fighting occurs. <laughs> she takes him. She is a strong lady. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, I mean, Soroya succeeds. Soraya succeeds, and M succeeds. And she it- pepper sprays. <laughs> she pepper sprays that well, trag. Oh, well, yeah, because a flare goes off, and everyone goes... Ooh! And then everybody's like, like, get out of here. Have you Atrians never seen a flare before? Pepper spray. <laughs> the only person not distracted by a flare is ever. Even Drake, who was who looked like he was sneaking up on the guys, like, oh, flare. That's probably the signal. So they get moving, yeah. and they leave to great excitement. There oh. is news reporters out there. There are just, like, random teens who are like, yeah, the float. <laughs> yeah. I mean... If you're going to leave, leave loud. Yeah, because you know what? No one can attack them now yeah. because look at all these people. So it takes some time to celebrate uh, this whole exit. This is where we get the first thing where, like, Grayson says he's contacting Gloria. Which I still thought that that meant that she was like, aha, time for the Suvac yeah, handoff. Says, yeah, we'll give her the bomb. The, like, he says the word, contact Gloria, we'll give her the bomb. What they mean is going to give her a float and be like, by the way. Gloria, there's a bomb in the back of that float. It's a trag bomb. There's, there, there's a nuke in the back of the float. We stole it. And it was so confusing that also that Grayson contacted Gloria, not Roman, who they have a pre-existing, like, I know about your... Yeah, like, he got her out of the... Or he got Troy out of the crate. That I thought Grayson was betraying them mm. and taking the Suvac for some dumb reason. Well, because also Grayson and Roman are like pretty chill with each other and i'm like oh god it's all a setup that grayson is i don't i don't know and then <laughs> emory and grayson are pretty chill and yeah. emory's like maybe you guys will be friends one day and yeah. roman's like or grayson's like there are some things we can't get along about and yeah. she's like oh it's me 
<laughs> it's okay. Me. It's me. Uh, we get some Roman and Emery time, but really we got to, you know, move on because uh, Terry has the key. She uses the key to break into a home. And it's because her all, home. And because all homes look the same. <laughs> There's no way to know. Um, yeah, no, it's, Vega's there. She was just testing the key to make sure it actually worked. Although I will say, I was also confused in this. I was like, is she caught and pivoting? <laughs> or did they plan this? No, I get... No, here's the thing. This was not planned anyway from the beginning. This is exactly what this Vega a, always does. This is a Vega plan 100%. Or, or it's a Terry plan. And it actually went right for well, once. No, it was a Terry plan and she really is Vega's daughter. Because <laughs> she because she went to Caster's place, got caught, and maybe that was part of the plan. But Caster's weirdo, I'm going to seduce Terry to my side thing. There's, there's no, no way, way they could have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, Caster could have just killed her but i think terry saving him from the tregs chasing him was planned yeah 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 i think that was part of it so maybe terry was just going to seduce him but conveniently (laughs) he was also trying to seduce her (laughs) they're both just playing seduce chicken because neither of them actually wants to <laughs> have her, they're both like, Ooh. yeah. They're like, well, that's why they never kissed. You're I was too like, old. You're too young. I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. The moment where Terry says, "I'm not a little girl anymore," was the worst part of it all. Oh, I screamed. I screamed in my bedroom. Yeah, and then gagged. <laughs> so, unfortunately for Vega. This good news is quickly offset by the bad news that the uh, the Suvex was stolen. But she does have one more card to play. What? What could this card possibly be? I mean, we'll figure out what it is. But first of all, Caster just stabs Roman. Yeah, he just stabs him with that fancy knife. They're, I don't understand. They're on a roof. Roman just, like, walks into Caster with the knife. Well, you know, Roman's looking for those uh, tregs and not looking out for his uncle with a knife. So Caster is not looking good. This explains why Ter- why Terry spent so long healing him. She was not healing him. <laughs> he looks ill. So um, he stabs Roman once. Roman falls to the ground. Yeah. Then Roman rolls himself off of the pod. Oh, yeah. He falls off the roof to escape Caster and just, like, stumbles into the distance. It's... And Caster's like, what am I supposed to do? Well, Caster goes goes to an alleyway to be, like, a drug addict. Like, okay, all right. Everything's going fine. Hey, Terry. Everything's going fine. I, I just <laughs> I just stabbed Roman. He did run away, but the poison will make him dead, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then a little bit more cross-seduction as Caster is trying to, you know... Be make like, sure things went okay. Yeah, everything going good on your end, right? You're so attractive. And Terry's like, I'm just sad that your wound is open again. Yeah. And then she kisses his wound, and then she stabs him with his own knife. Yeah. Because he killed Roman. Because he killed Roman. I don't think she killed him because Vega told her to. I think she killed him because he it's killed true, Roman. When, when Vega said it, she was like, I have to kill him? Oh, no. And then she learned <laughs> to kill Roman. I was like, oh, that makes it a lot easier. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, Drake and Soroya actually do escape they le- the well, sector. Yeah, they leave the sector. Because um, Soroya is friends with Weevil, and Weevil told her there was a tunnel that was open. Everyone's friends with Weevil. So they're going to go to Algeta, and mm. Drake's like... I gotta tell you something that's happening in my life, Mom. Yeah, got a got a girl pregnant. Gonna take care of the baby. And Can't Soraya, do that in Algeda. And so I was like, "Oh, well, I should stay to help look after the baby." <laughs> no, that's probably a real bad idea. He's like, "No, no, no. You escape. I I am going to save the world." Yeah. 
and then I'll come to Algeta. Don't worry. All right. Mom, I'm an Avenger. All right, let's wrap th- let's wrap up this episode. Grayson goes to deliver the float. Unfortunately, he is swapped in the head. Swapped? That's right. He is swapped in the head. Slapped and whapped. <laughs> yep. By a baseball bat. That is Bapped. wielded by Zoe. Zoe survived being thrown into an explosion. With just some mild, mild, probably like second degree burns on one arm. And a cool new haircut. It took me so long to re- I mean, really what had to happen was Vega had to say this was her plan. And I'm like, wait, what? what? You just... What? Where has she been? <laughs> Hiding how, in the woods. In the how sh- is she alive? She th- we saw her get thrown into an explosion. And then when the explosion went down, they didn't see her. <laughs> <laughs> Look... There's been a lot of times, a lot of shows where people come back, like, hey, Caster could still be alive. We won't see him for the rest of this. No, but he could very well he, still be alive. He could be still alive. Anyone could still be alive. I did not think Zoe would come back. Meanwhile, Emery <laughs> arrives back home, and there's blood at her house. Oh, yeah. And, and so, I was actually concerned that there was some sort of, like, treg hit on her parents. Oh, yeah. The, but no. No, no it's, we, we got a mirror, Aaron, set up mirrors, reflections of beginnings and endings. Roman crawled from the sector to her shed to die where he almost died before and now there are many questions i could ask about this how why those are those how those are how is the main one the big one is how if he was wearing a jacket i'd be like okay he put on a jacket walked past the guards and was like i'm just you know me atrian kid I'm one of the seven going out. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But he's just wearing like his shirt. The other option is, did he crawl out the pipe behind Drake and Soroya? Or did he go to Weevil and he was like, hey, your bracelet machine. (laughs) Well, I think the problem is that now Weevil's only exit is. Oh, yeah. Weevil doesn't have a a bracelet machine anymore either. Also, Drake brings up that Drake finally says, oh, I can come and go whenever I want. You would be locked in the sector. So it's so I would be I think I think I think he could just walk out. It would be insane because he's bleeding. Maybe he did have a jacket, <laughs> and then he or like a cloak. Like remember the time that Sophia if, had a cloak? If he had a jacket, then they should have done the shot where he's lying there, and Emery's like, "What's wrong?" And then he pulls the jacket aside to reveal the blood on his side. That's what they should have done. Well, this is the end of the episode, so we don't get any of that. I know, Aaron. It's the it's the end of the episode, and I guess we're just going to have to go on to Starcrossed season one, episode thirteen. Passion lends them power. Passion lends them power. So yeah, we're in the shed. Emery would like to call the doctor. Roman's like, I've been stabbed with atrium poison, Let so... Let me explain everything that's going on here. And Emery's like, oh, sweet poison. Let me suck it from your wound. And he's like, no. And then she's like, wait, yeah, no. I'm going to go to the sector and get some cipher. <laughs> and Roman's like, but the cipher. You can't go to the sector. That seems hard. And she's like, ah, Roman, I don't know, I'll you got to let me do things. I don't know. I'll figure it out, Roman. I, I don't know. I'll go. 
So, meanwhile, there is, uh, a I guess... A drastic tonal shift. Yes, uh, we go, I guess, after they drop the, or they're dropping the float off there, everyone else goes to party at Lucas's restaurant. So, Julia and Eric are painting some Mardi Gras masks to wear to the parade tomorrow. Yeah. Taylor is busy eating. Drake ditched his mom to hang out with his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, and we learn that Taylor, that, that this is something that happens to... Um, I guess people from specifically Drake's tribe. Mm-hmm. The but warrior tribe. warrior tribe. But I guess, guess once again, it's something that the baby does to the mother is that they become super strong. But he brought her some herbs that will help her with all of her pregnancy symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And also, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. She's like, where's the baby going to go? And he's like, in my pod. <laughs> he's like, no. No. <laughs> like, absolutely not. What? What? Uh, then Drake gets a, gets a call, and we have to introduce two characters who are not part of the Avengers, but are now part of the new Avengers. So, uh, Eric and Glor... Nothing nothing has been a clearer indication of the tight budget of the show than the fact that Eric and Julia were not in the last episode. At all. Yeah. Neither was Taylor. Neither, neither was Taylor. That's because that's that episode had to have a lot of in-sector stuff, so... So, Eric and Julia are hanging out, and then Sophia and Lucas come over, and they're like, Okay, well, something bad has just occurred. The float's been stolen. Yeah, and this is where I was clarified that, Ju- that Gloria doesn't know about the bomb. Neither does Taylor, which is fine, but Gloria doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And Gloria is very mad the float is stolen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which, like, in, in, uh, I don't know. I don't know why she couldn't know about the bomb. Oh, actually, I do want to say one thing here. Eric and Julia were actually at, in in the sector. We just did not see them. Because they do say that they were in the sector <laughs> oh, working. Oh, yeah, working on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they were not involved in the previous plan. They were just constantly off camera. But it's, now the time has come yeah. to involve them. Which, once again, has to bring someone up to be like, hey, why don't we go to the cops? And how do we know it's a bomb? And they're like, where's Grayson? <laughs> what? What? What's happening? So Eric calls Grayson. Grayson's in the emergency room <laughs> because he was carjacked. Yep. And they're like, oh, oh, someone stole our bomb. Yeah. Uh, we get some Sector stuff here. So Vega, this is where I learned that Zoe was Vega's final. Her final play. And I guess it makes But really, you could have sent anyone. You could have sent any. All she did was sneak up behind Grayson and hit him with a bat. And we know that there are tregs on the outside who have oh, their tattoos removed still. So why couldn't one of those men do it? Like, if we had a scene where, like, Zoe's walking up and Grayson goes... Zoe, and then she knocks him out, mm-hmm. which could have easily happened. Even he will eventually find out that Zoe's um, a, a secret atrium, but nothing between now and then would require him to not think she is one. And like I understand for things that come later, why it's nice that Zoe's in this episode. Well, the yeah, Taylor stuff. Yeah. Well, I think you still had Zoe, but I think the idea is that that to explain why Zoe was the one who had to get the float, I think it had to be that she essentially distracts. Grayson, like, by Grayson seeing her and letting her get close enough to him to knock him out. Maybe Zoe's the only one who has a phone that Vega can call. <laughs> because if there's one thing we know, it's that Terry gave the instructions to the other outside Atrians. that is so stupid. <laughs> but it's so Vega. What about all the other people in the... Ah, uh, whatever. So, um, Terry is, like... A little bit amused and upset that Roman is dead. Oh, yeah. She's very sad about that. But she does not know that Emery's on her way. So Emery gets her dad <laughs> to let her into the sector by being like, I left my camera in there. I forgot my camera. It's an antique camera. I gotta go get it. This is my Emery voice. <laughs> her dad's like, okay. Why are you talking like that? She's like, I'm not, not because I'm telling a lie. <laughs> I, okay, that's, that's fine. 
get in there. Um, she heads in. Terry does see Emery, and then, hey, emotional whiplash. She learns that <laughs> that he actually is alive. And she's like, "But why are you here? What are you doing?" And Emery's like, "Cipher." <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, she also needs atrium blood. She can't use Robins because it's just full of poison. So uh, Terry's like. I guess he's going to use mine. And God, I want everyone to be like, no, I'm going to use Sophia's. You tried to rape my boyfriend. You like to poison people? I don't know that I trust you to use the <laughs> cipher properly. Yeah, it's just you keep... Every time someone interacts with you, they end up really hurt. So I'm going to call this a Sophie play. Sophia play. Or she could go get one of the is. other Atrian Seven. <laughs> We saw them the other episode. No, I'll get Duncan to do it. Who's Duncan? The other Atrian. He's the other guy. He's, he's the other part of the Atrian Seven. He's the other part of the Atrian Seven. We we went to a movie together. You ride a bus with him every day. You tell me you don't know their names? Duncan, Rebecca, Terry, other Terry. You know, other Terry. Terry the boy. Terry the boy. Boy Terry. Boy Terry. Your girl. That's why we call you girl Terry. Didn't you wonder? <laughs> Did you think that was weird? Girl Terry? Get out of here. Meanwhile, Eric and Julia visit Grayson in the hospital, and he doesn't remember who hit him. It, yeah, he's like, I don't know. I didn't see them. And I thought there was going to be a setup for, like, Zoe manipulating him later. It's not. And then um, Eric thinks they should call Gloria, but Julia's like, let's just call the cops. <laughs> Gloria's just going to call the cops. Well, because they can at least call the cops to find the float. Yeah. 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 Uh, we now have to have the scene where Emery and Terry arrive to heal Roman. That's pretty much like... Yep, they get there just in time. Yeah, you know, to heal him. Zoe takes the float to where the floats go and dramatically <laughs> opens the back of the float and is like, ooh, Suvek. I, I don't want to take this moment to, to point out that, damn, this, this Suvek is some Dalek-looking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it should be from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. We're in around. <laughs> Tell it exterminate. Um. So at the school, I guess this is the next morning. Gloria is busy chastising Taylor because Taylor lost the float. Yeah. Taylor says that she's very distracted, and then Gloria sees the herb and is like, she, "You're pregnant." She sees the pregnancy herb, and she's like, "You're pregnant with an atrium." Uh. <laughs> Gloria does take time to worry about being um, optics, but the optics of it. But Taylor is uh, expresses like she's already aware that having an Atrian baby will suck for everyone. It'll suck for her. It'll suck for Drake. It'll suck for the baby. Like she knows this is bad. So no may- one gets out of this situation well. Maybe she shouldn't have this yeah. baby. <laughs> Gloria's like, oh, I'm the only one in the world who could understand this. It's real good that we're talking. Let's go for a car ride. All right, let's go do a B plot. Uh, back in the A plot, I Rome- guess they've sat in the shed all day. Yeah, Roman's all healed. He's waking up. Um, Terry sends Emery for some water, and this is the, this is like the big thing where I'm like, oh, Terry was just messing with Caster. <laughs> she could have just grabbed Cypher and <laughs> fixed him. She didn't. She just patted plants against his wound. and was like, I don't know why it's not healing. And I was really worried when Terry sent Emery away that she was up to something, but, <laughs> but instead she's just like, hey. You're healed. Also, Emery's getting you water. You're healed. I didn't heal. Yeah, just the other option, of course, would be Terry walking into the house being like, Hello, parents of Emery. I'm going to get some water. I'm allowed to go anywhere I want, anytime I want, because I'm Natrian 7. You may know me as Girl Terry. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Damn, am I thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we know about Terry, she is thirsty. 
So um, she's thirsty, but she's also a healer. And Roman's yeah. like, maybe you should always heal people instead of burning down the world around Roman, you. Roman has this great look. She like takes his hand and puts it against her face. And Roman goes, don't put my hand against your face. What are you doing? <laughs> but he takes this chance to just be like, maybe I could convince her to not be a terrorist. <laughs> and he... Maybe he does. Yeah, so this is what you are. You're a healer, which I think that makes sense. That's probably what the my- the mystic tribe is supposed to be. It's supposed to be healers, which is kind of weird because the leader tribe has the cure all. Mm, but but you know what? Whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> so the police have found the floats, but unfortunately, there's no bomb, and the police are like, "We don't think there's what is some sort of prank." You saying there's a bomb in a float? You guys are dumb. We. He mentions he well, mentions kid, like offhandedly like the, the kids are like we'll call Gloria we'll call Gloria and he's like Gloria told me to deal with it and I'm like what do you mean what they called you yeah what? Gloria was not involved <laughs> what what now we will learn eventually that the that they are secret trags because everyone's a secret trag but but what <laughs> well and then later Zoe's like they even think that Gloria's forsaken them and I'm not sure that they do. <laughs> It's such a wild lie for him. It would be like if I called you, Aaron, and was like, oh, come over. We're going to plan a secret birthday party for our brother. And you're like, "Your our brother was the one who told me to come over. I'm like, no, he wasn't. I called you. What do you, what do you mean? I told you to come. What? Huh? Don't worry, though, because while the police are playing games, Lucas is doing science. Oh, yeah. He downloaded a geiger counter app and there's no way that's not a scam uh but it works it's like those pregnancy tester apps <laughs> but this one picks up trace amounts of radiation he's like oh well which i mean depending on their phones it's possible that the phones might have something that an app could rewrite into a radiation because i mean the thing is i mean like radio way everything's yeah. radiation yeah, yeah but he's found like a specific type of radiation and he's sure it comes from the suvex so they just have to go around they all have to get the app yeah and then just find no. more radiation oh, by the way no one else will get the app no just lucas just lucas, <laughs> lucas everyone like, else is just looking for it <laughs> yeah he's like you guys all should download the app and they're like oh my phone's full of cat pictures uh we're atrians we don't have phones <laughs> I gotta admit, man, Pokemon Go, it just takes up so much space on my phone, and I I don't want to delete it. I just caught a shiny Gengar. So, uh, those guys go out to do some stuff. Grayson is a little frustrated at this point, because he's called Emery, like, three times. Yeah, well, he, well, unfortunately, Emery is distracted as they talk about leadership, and Roman, I, th- it was very unclear. I think he's essentially like... I'm not going to be the leader of my people. Instead, I'm going to have sex with you in this shed. Well, he's just, you know, when he focuses on his people, everyone always almost dies. So maybe he should focus on something else. <laughs> I'm like, that's not that's not your fault at all. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of bad people in the world, Roman. <laughs> Roman is so confused. I, can, I cannot express how... In annoying it would be to be Roman. <laughs> it would be very hard to be him. So instead they have um, they have sexual healing. Um, the Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras parade goes on, and it's a sad parade. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people there. It's not very good. Yeah. But yeah. they seem to like it. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is literally standing on the float scanning. <laughs> and uh, Zoe is hanging out on a roof. <sighs> yeah. With the uh, Suvek. Yeah. 
And this is when we find that the cops are also secret tricks. And that even Gloria Garcia has abandoned them. Sure. I'm not going to lie. It's going to get weird for the end of this uh, series. Meanwhile, Emery finally checks her phone. And we learn the most important word in in Sandeev, and that is Ewop. And that means penis. <laughs> or dick. Or whatever term you want. Because he, he says, oh, Grayson, what an Ewop locker. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> That is the important word. That's the moment we needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone go and kick him in the Ewop. <laughs> what an Ewop. But uh, they gotta go find that. Yeah, they they figure out at this moment also, like, and independently, she's like, oh my god, they got this, you know, the, the Sandy was taken, and, and Roman's like, uh, it's gonna blow up with sundown, because Terry told me to get back to the sector before sundown. Mm. Mm. And then Grayson's like, Emery, don't come to the parade. And she's like, why would... <laughs> you know I'm going to come there and I'm going to solve the problem. Just let me come, Grayson. Let me go and solve the problem, you Ewop. That's a word I learned. <laughs> you'll you'll figure out what you'll it means. You'll figure out what it means when I kick you in the Ewop. <laughs> <laughs> so Vega contacts Zoe. And Zoe's like, hey, I see some people I know in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're looking for the Suvac. Yeah, and so Zoe gets the order that she may have to, you know, kill their own people. And Terry's like, what? And My <laughs> friends are going to be dead? And I'm like, Vega, you've already done that. You you've, killed lots of your the, own people. The first person we saw you kill was, was Beaumont. And yes, he was a traitor, but he also was an Atrian. Yeah. Stop acting like you're like, I would never spill Atrian blood. That's the you first was, thing you did. Remember when you did an explosion <laughs> in the market? Yeah. That could have killed some Atrians. Mm. No, we planned it. It would only hit, hurt the uh, the guards. Okay. Nah, that's right, how bombs Vega. work. That's not how people work. <laughs> so, uh, back in the B-Pot, Gloria brings Taylor to a very nice neighborhood. Evendale Downs or something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be a secret community. <laughs> well, it's like, well it, it's a secret <laughs> now. It won't be a secret later. And It'll be a protected community. For Atrians and mixed race couples. Yes. Uh, there, the, she mentioned lots of how, you know, there's going to be guards. It's going to be well protected. Uh, it's a secret for now because it's don't currently... don't know about it being built. It's currently under construction and the Red Hawks would definitely burn it all down. But the new Red Hawks will help protect it. Maybe, man, I wouldn't count on them. Yeah, Grayson's got to keep control over Grayson them. Grayson would protect it, but he calls me like, guys, stop burning down the Atrian neighborhoods. <sighs> so, essentially, the point of this is Gloria being like, "Look, you it, have a future." It, yeah, I understand things are hard now, but we there are people trying to make it so that people like you and Drake don't have to be like. You know, outcasts. Outcasts. And I think it's nice that they, like, we see a lot of times in these, um, uh, in the shows of the pregnancy parts where, like, they, whenever abortion is brought up, it is dealt with as, like, oh, but you can't do it for the sake of it being an abortion. Mm -hmm. And in this one, Gloria being like, no, no, it's not as bad as you think it would be. Yeah. Here. Don't let your fear of the future be the only reason you make this choice. Absolutely. So, back at the old parade, Emery is trying to call Grayson to figure out where he is, like, what they've looked... She's just trying to get a sense of, like, what's going on and where they should look. And Unfortunately, this tiny parade is so loud. So, she's got to step into an alcove to listen to her phone, and Roman thinks he sees his dad... Yeah. ...and wanders off. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not his dad. 
It's Jester, who has the weirdest herb we've met so far. So this herb, make it draws Atrians to it by showing them what they want. And there is no way this herb isn't grown in, like, Atrian blood, right? Like, if you think of the, like, why things grow in such a way, it's gotta be this herb draws the dominant species of its planet in, so, like, some other creature will eat it, and, like fertilize the ground that's definitely the origin of this plant 100 100 and don't get me wrong that's cool but that's not what jester is using it for he's using it because soroya arrived at algina last night mm-hmm. and he's very concerned about, about the, the suvac yeah so he his essentially his, his point here is to explain rumen 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 <laughs> roman the stakes it needs the ixens key to activate if you remove the ixens key it'll be shut down Boom, those are the stakes. That's the setup. That's what we know. And it's going to hurt Atrians and humans. Lots of people will die. Yeah. Uh, and Roman's like, I mean, I've, I'm going to stop the explosion, but I can't be a leader of my people because I've always done it because my dad wanted me to, and I need to think about why I'm doing things. Just <laughs> like, that's a good point. Let's talk about this a little bit. Just one second. Come over here, child, and it's his half brother. And Roman's like, "Oh, there's a new generation I have to look out for." <laughs> God damn it! Just all right. Let's have a talk. <sighs> so uh, back in the sector, Terry's like, "Hey, Vega, Mom, maybe you don't kill all my friends." And I mean, cool, interesting scene. It's literally five seconds long. All I could think about though was, God, Vega's earrings. <laughs> They are, they are sea urchins. Yeah. She has sea urchins on the side of her head that it feels like it feels like one misstep into a doorway would just punch it into her jugular. Well, you know, she likes to live dangerously. I like to die pointlessly. Speaking of pointless, um, Emery gets attacked by some Atrians on the street. Like a big guy bumps her shoulder and then starts walking after her. And she can tell it's an Atrian because he's foolishly wearing all black and a gray mask. Because <laughs> he's very obviously a bad guy. Yes. <laughs> um, and then she makes a wild choice to turn away from the crowd and run into an abandoned alleyway. I guess thinking she can like get a lot of distance. Yeah, I and- feel like she should have just went in the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, but just I, I th- held onto a random person. You know, this guy is so big and she's so small. He just pluck her off of anyone. It's twenty twenty four. You think that somebody out out there would be like, "Hey, big scary man chasing after a girl asking for help." This definitely requires someone to step in. But uh, she heads down the alley. She gets attacked by another Atrian, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, your dad killed our leader. That means we have to kill you." Yeah, this is un- this is unrelated. Well, also they they do a lot of and you defiled his son. Yeah. Uh, now, fortunately, Grayson is here to be like, hey, you also hate me. Guess who my parents are? <laughs> and uh, he's enough of a distraction. For them just to leave. <laughs> well, he, so, he they, like, let go of Emery being like, ooh, maybe we want that one. Emery, like, Emery punches him in the Ewop, and they run. <laughs> yeah. And then the other people try to chase them, but yeah. luckily, they hop into the parade and walk in front of police officers. Yeah. Uh. And this is where Grayson sort of, like, really learns about the hidden tregs. He takes a moment to blame Roman yeah. for this happening well, to like, her. he's like, where did Roman go? And she's like, I don't know, dealing with something. And then he's <laughs> like, when I was with you, you were always my first priority. And I was like, Grayson, shut up. That's why I was watching you from a distance. Hey, Grayson, uh, are you the leader of your people? <laughs> I mean, d- depending on what you consider people are. 
how many people do you have, Grayson? <laughs> Roman has more. <laughs> so some more talking with no- about Knox with, uh, between Grayson and Jester, you know. Eventually, Roman is convinced to do what he was doing already. And, man, I just wanted a moment there for, for Roman to look at this kid and go, What's your name? Doesn't have a name. Glorious son. Yeah, glorious son. And this would have been a this would have been a reason why he didn't have a name before, because his name would be revealed to be like, I don't know, Knox. I don't I don't know. Something that matters. Meanwhile, Gloria drops Taylor off at the parade and Taylor's like, Hey, thanks for showing me a bright future, and Gloria's like, Hey, oh my god, my son. <laughs> nah, it can't be. Then anyway. she gets a phone call. Yeah, and she heads off. All right, we're reaching the climax. So Lucas gets a radiation signal. So they know where the Suvek yep. is. Basically in that building right there, they assume. Now, unfortunately for Drake and for everyone, Taylor has arrived. Not only has she arrived, she ran into an old friend. And she's so excited to see her old friend, Zoe, that she told her that she's pregnant. Yay! So now now Taylor's there with Zoe, and Zoe knows about Drake's baby. Cool! Taylor's a hostage. So Zoe sends Taylor off to get some powdered donuts. <laughs> yeah, they go over there to get some beignets. Hey, Drake, look closer. <laughs> just Taylor standing between, I mean, four thugs. Yeah, they are dressed just like the other Atrians who attacked Emery. Maybe they're the same Atrians. <laughs> and Taylor, chewing on a beignet, just looking at these four guys like, it's weird that you guys are just standing around this beignet place without a beignet in your hand. Buy your own, though. I'm not sharing. <laughs> I'm not sharing my beignet with you. Four spooky guys. They're all facing the same direction, like in military stances. Yeah. I I don't even know something's going on, but if I saw four people standing like that, I'm like, oh, some sort of terrorist plot is happening. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So what Zoe wants is for Drake to call off the search for the Suvek. Otherwise, she's going to kill Taylor and his abomination slash baby. Yeah. But the thing is, if they call off the search for the Suvek, then the Suvek is going to kill Taylor and his abomination slash baby. So yet again, Zoe is making horrible threats. Yeah. And my favorite thing is like this works on Drake for a second. And then someone literally says what you said to him and he goes, damn, yeah, yeah, okay. Man, she played on my emotions. Because we move right to Roman arriving to the new Avengers. And all of the Avengers are in this building. They searched all of the floors of the building. <laughs> I was like, did you go to the, go, did you go to the roof? Look, I go to roofs all the time. It's I don't even, I'm not even sure if they searched the other floors of the building. I think they just walked in and went, it's not right here. So there's a little bit of a catch him up, but then Drake busts in. He's like, we've got to call off the search. And then it is revealed <laughs> that... When he ran off to tell the new Avengers to stop the plot, Zoe took Taylor to the roof of the building they are in. So, Zoe, oh my god, Zoe took Taylor to the roof. Zoe took Taylor to the roof. She brought her to, she brought the hostage to the roof of the building she doesn't want them to go to. She made even the stupid Lex Luthor from the Batman movie knew to t- put your hostages in different places. Zoe is the worst supervillain ever. And then she just like reveals to Taylor like she they, well, they, they pull off the cover of the... They, they don't even do any. Like Taylor's saying they're being like oh this is a good view of the parade. Oh, cool, and then she turns around and she's like what's that thing? Hey why do you got a Dalek over there? And then 
unprompted so he's like it's gonna kill you and your abomination i'm an atrian and you suck and taylor was like what and taylor i so i know what they're doing here i wish they did it more she uses her super strength to escape yeah because yeah, the guys come at her and she just, them. She just like shoves him away and a god i wish she shoved him and he flew yes off the building but i know that's obviously what they're doing is that she is she's using her super strength she's using her super yeah. strength because she just runs because she runs to the elevator and leaves. Because Zoe's an idiot. <laughs> we do see a timer, though, and there's eight minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah. So, well, the new Avengers are all like, all right. Because Drake just told them. Yeah. So because the, God bless this show. Characters tell each other things. Yeah, Drake didn't be like, well, I can't tell them because... Reasons. Reasons. Instead, I have to subtly undermine them. Drake trusts his friends, so he tells his friends. And his friends help him through it by being like... By, I mean, really by being like, look... If we don't do this, Taylor dies anyway. So and we should do this. They're kind of debating, and then Taylor busts out of the elevator and is <laughs> like, "Oh my god, Zoe's an A-train, and there's a thing on the roof that's going to kill everyone." Taylor arrives to the plot with <laughs> such fervor and energy. <laughs> so that's all Drake needs to s- snap into. Yeah, they're going to send the biggest guys to the roof, um, and Sophie Emery and Luke are going to go to get people away from the building. Yeah. Eric and Julia are, are going to barricade, barricade the, the door. door so that more tregs can't come. Yeah. Taylor's going to get in her car and drive away. Yeah, because, I mean, what else is she going to do? And because they didn't assign Emery a task, <laughs> she's going to the roof. I'm gonna... <laughs> it seems like you really opened up an idea for me to just come with you. But, of course, they're like, that's very dangerous. We're big, burly men. And you... And she's I like, mean, you do solve every problem you go to. So maybe you should come. Uh, but... What actually happens is the one trag that was sent after Taylor, the elevator door opens. He looks up and goes, oh, damn. <laughs> like, he, he realizes he effed up so hard at that moment. all those people are there. <laughs> so, so they just punch him out. And Roman has a plan. Because that's why you don't put all your thugs in masks. Duh. So we... So... We're not quite going to see his plan yet. First, the tregs are just hanging out, having a treg meeting <laughs> yeah, in the sector. And then all of a sudden, these men, like, drop orange smoke bombs and drop down from the rooftops. And I thought it was tear gas, but people will just stand in the yeah, it's gas. Yeah, bo- it's just for confusion. Yeah. Uh... And out of that smoke walks Gloria, who's like, I hear you're terrorists. Mm. So, hmm. <laughs> strange. And Gloria's like, don't let them take you alive. Oh, sorry, not Gloria. <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> like, don't let them take you alive. And then Gloria just talks him to Sandeep, which is so confusing to these racists. <laughs> and she basically explains that she knows about the Subek. She yeah. needs to know where it is. They definitely should not fight for their lives. They should just turn themselves in. Yeah. Go to the crate. Yeah. yeah. And then Terry gives up. <laughs> Terry surrenders, and yeah. then the rest follow her, except for Vega, who just gets arrested. Yeah. Uh, we got some rapid-fire scenes, which sort of begins with Roman. Clearly Roman in yes. a mask. It is Roman in a mask who has captured... Emery. Emery. Captured Emery. He has a gun to her and head. And then Zoe's like, what? Why do you have her? I want a tailor. Because <laughs> I'm controlled by my emotions, and I'm a bad supervillain. I don't know what I'm doing here. I got some cool hair, though. And then Drake drops down from the roof? Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Grayson, during this time, uh, Grayson and Drake were, I guess, doing that, like, hand-foot plant in the roof yeah. of the... <laughs> they 
drop down and yeah, fighting begins. Fighting begins. We do. We do. Uh, though, have Terry. Um, we learn that Terry was the one who called Gloria. And Vega explains that this will make her dad. Oh, she, real mad. She gives wildly vague threats of being like, "Wait till your father hears about this." And Terry's like, "My dad lives on Atria." You, you wait. You told me he didn't leave Atria. And she's like, "You're gonna wish you didn't leave Atria." You're all gonna wish you didn't leave Atria. And I'm like, "What is happening? What?" Well, what's happening is Lucas is starting a fire, so people will evacuate the street. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, to finalize the other plans that are going on, because I mean, we do see Eric and Julie, Julia barricading the doors and being very coupley and eric kind of freaks out and julia's like look sometimes you have to believe you're gonna succeed <laughs> yeah because i've been close to death many times but the important one is lucas and sophie who are trying <laughs> to get everyone to leave people are not listening so lucas picks up a flamethrower and lights a i think it's his store stand on fire <laughs> and they're just like everyone run i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's because it's on fire. But Yeah, but <laughs> that is a crazy thing to do. Lucas needs to be nerfed. <laughs> uh, but so, this is all around, obviously, the fighting on the roof. So Emery causes a distraction, which then Drake's like, all right, Roman, go get the Ixen key out. I'll distract everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so and there's there's punching and there's a, a, a weird like punk metal cover of Stand by Me plays in the background. And there's like a lot of shooting happening. Everyone has a gun. Grayson has a gun. Roman makes his weird choices. He's trying to pull the key out. That like Emery is being held by a guy and runs over at Grayson. Has his gun on Emery and the guy and. Everyone's like, let me help. And Grayson's like, no, go do the key. And it takes so long for Roman to. Like, I guess, the, I think the idea is like, it's Roman giving up control to let Grayson, who has a gun on the guy, mm. <laughs> to go back and, you know, pull the key out of the bomb. And if there's one thing we know Emery's good at, it's getting out of situations where guys have guns to her head. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't fully remember how Emery gets away. All I know is that Grayson is shot. I think, um, I, I think she- they're distracted think... when Grayson gets shot and she just kind of like breaks yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. But so Grayson is shot by Zoe. Yep. And then Zoe is stabbed by, by Drake. Drake. And then Roman gets the key out with oh, two seconds remaining. He uses his crazy finger strength. Like you can't. Like he pries like, it out. Yeah. He pulls it out. And then this is. I, God, I really like this series. There's a lot going on here. This part sucks. So. Zoe is sitting on or laying on the ground dying and she's like oh good work you stopped the clock too bad we always have a backup plan and it just sets it off anyways even though we have been explicitly told by Soroya who built it everyone not just Soroya Jester everybody said repeatedly the only way to set it off was the Ixen's key Vega even said that to Terry yeah and then boom here comes Zoe being like actually in private even we were pretending that wasn't a th- a thing. Like, if that's the case, why do any of this? Just set it off when they stole it. So, it is set off. It sends out, like, a blue shockwave yeah. that n- knocks out. Yeah, everyone falls. Yep. Um, everyone falls, including yeah. the Atrians. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor's car flips. And then is about to start on fire. Yeah. Um... And then being strong big boys, uh, Drake and Roman, Roman get up pretty quickly. Yeah. Drake runs over to Grayson to fix his gun wound with his jacket. 
That's how you do it. Uh, and then they look up, and it turns out, no, the Suvek isn't a bomb. It's a signal. Because as we know, Suvek means flash or, or blast. And so what it does is it shoots a big blue light. Into the sky. And then from millions of light years away, I assume. Other Atrians. Maybe Terry's dad. Probably Terry's dad. Yeah. Get get the signal. We found their signal. Get the warships. And then the series ends. And I'm not... I mean, yes, obviously that's a sad ending. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's, I feel kind of cheated. Like, I can't believe they did all that work and they succeeded and it didn't matter. Well, and, well, and not only, yeah, because because ter- Zoe just pulled out that other thing. Like, actually, we didn't actually need the key. <laughs> we'll do it anyways. Uh, unless it was supposed to do something different if the key was in it. Like, maybe, but that would... But Terry, like, it seems like it was supposed to be a scene because Ter- or Zoe was going to be there within the... Unless she was willing to die. I mean, she survived one explosion before. But, like, the fact that, like, Jester didn't explain, oh, by the way, it's a signal. Well, and Drake never asked his mama what the Suvek does. Or she never took a time to explain to him what it was. The fact that, like, I, I knew that the Suvek wasn't going to just be a bomb. Um, when Actually, when it went off, it kind of looked like people were vanishing. I thought it was actually, like, pulling all humans somewhere else. It was actually a big teleportation mm. device. Maybe they were on the Atria. You well, know? And I was wondering if it was going to turn them into Atrians somehow. Yeah. Like, mess with their body chemistry to make them Atrians. Yeah, or just something different. But having it be, like, a signal doesn't fit all the other stuff. That they've said about that, it? Yeah, that they said about it before. And it doesn't make sense why nobody would inform anyone at any time that it's not a bomb why because terry said get back to the um uh sector before nightfall which i guess was just a thing that terry said well unless terry terry doesn't know what it does because vega would never tell her what it did yeah because they all wanted to pretend it was a bomb with unless it is a bomb (laughs) when the key is in there and when it's not it's a maybe it's a bomb and a signal like because that would make sense cause wild devastation from the um suvek and then then bring the warships down if, if, when they're weakened like that would make sense so that so that, that would essentially mean that zoe would be on a zoe and the other uh trags would be willing to blow which i mean is within i mean zoe possibly. seems to think she can survive explosions That's because true. she can i don't know and like maybe they would have explained it more if if it got in more but it just felt like it felt like such a unfor like it felt like the for all of its being really good at setting things up to essentially break the rule at the end sucks. Doesn't suck enough to ruin the series. No, but it's like that's the one thing that I think is always important in world building. Same thing with like that's that's kind of what broke me out of um Hereditary, which I'm not going to get into other things, but everyone loved Hereditary. And I was like, it keeps breaking its rules. Well, and like I'm okay with the kids misinterpreting what it does. Yeah. But the fact that they did include Soroya. And Jester. Jester coming back and saying, you, like, stop the Suvek. It's going to kill, like, thousands, like, all these people. I mean, what he said, saying it's going to kill Atrians and humans, is true because it's going to start a war. Yeah, and it seems to imply, like, that seemed to imply to me that Elgita was actually a lot closer than people expected. Mm -hmm. Like, it was somewhere in, 
I almost thought the Gloria actually because it was followed by the scene Gloria bringing um, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor to the. I thought maybe that was secretly Algina. Um but but the fact that Jester at no point was like, oh, by the way, I'm being very open and honest with you. I should tell you the Suvac is a signal device. I wonder if it's because the kids approached every adult they talked to about the Suvac like they knew what it did. Oh, yeah, so they're like, oh, you know what it is. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but. That's why they had, like, Julia come and be like, how do we know it's a bomb? <laughs> like, well, because it means bomb. Yeah. Now, to be, well, I mean, it means blast or flash. Which, to be fair, was a flash. I guess it was a flash. God, that's one aggressive signal device. <laughs> it flipped a car and lit it on fire. Mm-hmm. But that is the end of Starcross. Permanently, unfortunately, they will forever linger in these frozen moments. Taylor in a car. Uh, Grayson with Drake's jacket pressed on his shot wound <laughs> forever they would linger there i mean making our guesses i'm assuming they all survive yeah there's there's no way any of those kids grace will be in, in a that. hospital mm-hmm. for a while and he'll have his own stuff going on i just assume drake will just appear from somewhere and like tear taylor out of the car oh we, well i i think like jester or like a new villain for the next season is gonna save her like it'll be someone mysterious who saves or her. what i was thinking is that that taylor's super strength continues and she just rips out of the car that's true. Like, why set up her having super, super strength, strength if you're not going to do more with it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean... So, hashtag save Starcrossed. Yeah, you know what? Let's pick up with these characters six years later. Come on, Meredith. Get a, get out there. Get, get your head in the game again. And you know, I recently watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy where they did flashbacks. Yeah. And the anti-aging stuff that they can do these days, they could do a flashback to six years ago. I mean, and, and I would say that, like, <laughs> honestly, no, I don't think they'll ever re- reboot Starcross. But if there's any series that you could pick up six years later, seeing six years from this point with, like, Drake and Z- Taylor having their baby, maybe the agents take six years to get there. Yeah, may- maybe they've just been sitting around being like, what was that explosion Well, about? they probably they know what it is. So now That's they're true. just preparing that they know that the... That the Atrians are coming. Atrians are coming. The Atrians are coming. The Atrians are coming. Like an old school war, but with starships. <laughs> so, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Uh, I will give you two CW moments, because we did do two episodes. Mm. So... It is up to you. You could pick them from the same episode. I'm not. Ooh. But you may. So, my CW moment is a moment of what they didn't show us. They did not show us how Zoe could possibly be alive. And maybe they were planning <laughs> on doing that subsequently. But she's dead now, so we obviously don't care. Uh, is she dead? She was super, super stabbed. Yeah, but then she had enough energy to start off the... Why just press a button? <laughs> she used her last energy to press that button. Well, no, she also had enough energy to be snarky at them. The Chags always have a backup. Oh, God, Zoe. God. <sighs> <laughs> so so the you know, moment is the fact that Zoe survived being thrown into an explosion. Yes, this is impossible. <laughs> With just a cool arm scar and new hair. I mean, I guess she had lots of cipher, but... If she came back more scarred, I would be fine with it. If she was, like, full-on um, hollow man wrapped up in bandages, yeah. it was like, remember me, <laughs> I'm Zoe. Make her a Harvey Dent. But then, of course, then it would be weird with her and Taylor. <laughs> That's true. Though it was all, the her death was already weird. Do you, yeah. have a, do you have another one? Or? 
there was another one that was it was something they didn't show us. I was like, what? I mean, I, I'm willing to give you the obvious one right there at the end with Lucas. No, I'm going to say... <laughs> Lucas, my... You don't want to say Lucas Leiden? <laughs> I mean, that's a good fire. one. But my one is Zoe taking the Suvac to the place where the floats are and then moving it. Especially if it was a signal. like Why it... wouldn't she drop it off at the building it goes to? Well, especially considering how it is a signal device. Clearly, they could have actually set it off anywhere. Like, yeah. I, I thought originally they really lucked out that the kids snuck the device out of the, um, the, sector? the sector for them. But they could have just put it on the roof anywhere. Yeah. It didn't have to be near Mars. Why did they put it in the place with the most people around it? And why did she drive it all the way <laughs> to where the parade starts and then move it to, I assume, near the end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, so we could have the dramatic moment of her opening up. They, well, they really wanted the audience to think it was a bomb for the longest time. But the problem is that by doing that, it made it reveal to not be a bomb to be even weirder. <laughs> Zoe. Zoe. Kevin, what are you, your stubby moments? It's a moment we didn't talk about, but it was something that I really enjoyed. When, um, in the first episode, when <laughs> Roman and Emery are talking after they get the, um, the, uh, the suit back out and the float out, they're, like, Roman has this weird thing where he goes and he stands on the gate and Emery stands on the other side. And then the guards just close the gate so they're both on the gate and is swinging shut as they're on it looking at each other's eyes. The weirdest thing about that is because of where the float is. Yeah. Great. Um, Roman is on the side with the float, which makes it look like he's on the outside and Emery's on the inside. Yeah, but it's actually the opposite. Um, I also like that that means a guard saw these two kids and was like, this will be romantic. And press the button. Let <laughs> <laughs> a swing shot with two kids on it rather than be like, hey, get off the gate. Well, Kevin, not all SEU guards are bad guys. Some of them are, are romantics at heart. This one, leaves, this one does romantic novels. Uh, then my other CW moment from the second episode uh, is also a very small thing that we didn't discuss because it was so small. But after Emery and Terry arrived to heal Roman, there's a moment where Emery just touches Terry's hand. <laughs> and Terry's like... <laughs> Human touch. It's so wild and uncomfortable, and I don't know why Every decided this is the moment to just like lay her hand over Terry's hand as they <laughs> sit over Roman. Well, Kevin, that's Emery. She's always building bridges with hand touches. <laughs> just, I'm like, wait, are, is it now? Are now Emery and Terry Romeo and Juliet? For a while there, Grayson and Roman were t- Romeo and Juliet. You know, this show will never stop having so many Romeos and Juliets. So, <laughs> too, too many Romeos and Juliets. The sequel to Starcrossed. <laughs> <laughs> if you have ideas for the sequel to Starcrossed, please share them with us on the social medias. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA on Instagram, on Twitter, and on gmail.com. And don't forget, we are coming back with a vengeance to Riverdale. Riverdale. It is returning. We are hitting it hard. We are we're kicking it right in the Ewop. I'm going to watch some old episodes to remind me of what's <sighs> what, who's who. So, remember, remember, last episode, last season ended with Mr. Honey vanishing. They, That's they had that, right. They had the video, potentially he's dead. The kids all, Jughead wrote a story about his friends killing Mr. Honey and didn't change their names. Mm-hmm. So he was going to after he wrote the story. Yeah, that's that's a that's a. Good I would narrative. say that's part but I have written enough stories that just been like I'm going to ch- eventually change this placeholder name for this thing, but for now it is just called this. I'm just gonna say Jughead should know that he lives in Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and I wouldn't do it for incriminating stuff. A story about you guys killing your principal. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah, but we're going to hit back with that. So if you have suggestions of episodes I should watch during this torturous next week, <laughs> please send them to me. Yeah. I want your suggestions. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can also uh, remember you can check out my books, uh, Endless Hunger, All Gods Fall, the short stories I've written. They're all available at kevinweirbooks.com. Pick them up to help me be a better writer, I guess. And you can read my thoughts about things, mostly books I read, but sometimes other things, on my blog, aflimsyplan.com. I love how we do this uh, show about teen dramas and both, <laughs> but all of our other stuff <laughs> is all book-related. If you like TV and books... We're it us. People for you. <laughs> <laughs>